Hey guys, it is Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Congratulations for you folks for that's when graduating, either from high school or from college or grad school or law school or medical school. Well, you know what? They'll be looking for a job soon. If they're looking for a job, they got to look the part. So swing on by Leon Tailoring. they got a great, great line of clothing for your younger folks. And not necessarily something tailor-made, but also something custom-made. A wide variety of shirts, blouses, skirts, towels, you name it. Not towels, exactly. But you know what I'm talking about. So swing on by Leon Tailoring. They'll take care of you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Well, good morning. Uh, in 2021, our administration launched the Downtown Resiliency Strategy. It was a bold vision for what our city's first neighborhood could be in a post-pandemic world. That vision included greater emphasis on residential units and more comfortable streets for pedestrians and for bicyclists. With a decrease in person workforce, it became clear that a larger permanent population would be critical for our downtown's future. Today, we're proud to announce the latest step for downtown resiliency, the South Downtown Connectivity Vision Plan. As you might guess, this effort focuses on our community south of Ohio Street, and it starts right here on Monument Circle. From July 8 to November 2nd, the southwest quarter of Monument Circle will transform into a pedestrian-only parkway for this year's edition of Spark. This popular big car series allows any visitor to enjoy art, live music, shade, food, drink, and more. And with this road closure, the 2023 edition of Spark will be bigger and better than ever before. But the South Downtown Plan goes beyond the circle. It includes a complete redevelopment of Georgia Street. The first phase will turn the block just east of the convention center into a pedestrian green space, similar to how it closes during our larger events, except this time it will be closed permanently. The later phases of the Georgia Street project will main, maintain two-lane traffic but those lanes will run through the center of the road and therefore expand sidewalk and patio space for adjacent businesses. That means more customers. That means more revenue. Now Monument Circle and Georgia Street aren't the only parts of our South downtown plan. We have a long overdue upgrade of the Union Station overpass and ongoing projects like the Bicentennial Unity Plaza at Gamebridge Fieldhouse and more. Overall, the South Downtown Vision Plan is focused on the most foundational piece of the mile square, us. 
If downtown Indy is a great place to live, it will naturally be a great place to work and a great place to play. A strategy like this would be impossible without the guidance and partnership of major stakeholders. First and foremost, I want to recognize residents who have contributed their thoughts and their ideas via an outreach effort spearheaded by Gang Gang. I want to thank the Capital Improvement Board, who will serve as partners with the Georgia Street redevelopment. I also want to recognize Downtown Indy, and I want to recognize Big Car for managing this year's larger-than-ever edition of Spark, as well as the Indiana War Memorial Commission for their collaboration and their support. And I especially want to recognize our own DMD and DPW, along with their planning partners, including HRNA Advisors, Merit Chase, Art Strategies, DLZ, and Pacers Sports and Entertainment. So with that, let me hand it over to City County Councilor for the 16th District, Kristen Jones. Councilor Jones. Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me, allowing you to enjoy this on this joyous occasion for our city. It, is an, it has been an honor and a privilege to represent both my constituents and our businesses in our district to bring their voices and their vision to the South Downtown Connectivity Plan by serving on the steering committee. What has made this plan truly exceptional is a process to make sure that our civic and our community engagement was at the forefront and that this was not a top-down project, but what one that sought input from all stakeholders. Together, we can continue to build our community while making investments to help make Indianapolis a true destination spot. We can be certain that these projects will include our quality of life, not for some, but for all, such as our expansion of the Indianapolis Culture Trail. There have been reoccurring wins this week with an announcement on Monday night when my colleagues and I passed a proposal that allocates $625 million in bonds for the new Signia Hotel in Pan Am Plaza. This project will allow us to secure new large conventions create jobs, and bring even new economic energy and activity to our city and state. To put a bow on it, I am even more excited about both the vision and the movement we are undergoing to bring a vibrant downtown to work and live with thoughtful and creative open public spaces for all residents. I would like to thank Mayor Hogsett Director Rusty Carr, Rick Fusion, Alan Bacon, and Taylor Schaefer for their partnership and commitment to ensuring downtown continues to grow into the potential we all know that is here for our capital city. Now it is my distinct pleasure to introduce Rick Fusion with Pacers Sports and Entertainment. Thank you. Thank you, Kelsey. Appreciate it. 
Well, good morning. Thank you, Councillor, and thank you, Mayor, and everybody else who's participated. I, I was honored to be asked to be a, a, a leader of uh, the downtown, South Downtown uh, Vision uh, Committee, and uh, there are a number of the members of the com uh, of the committee in in this uh, audience today, and so we're very appreciative of that. They took their time uh, to make sure that uh, they had something to say about downtown Indianapolis. I, there's no place I'd rather be than right here, right now, uh, the center of our city, the center of our state. And as you look around, everybody ought to look around for just a minute and say, hey, we got a lot to be proud of. And you know what? we got a dang good place here, and we need to make sure that we take it forward like this vision of South Downtown continues to do. If you look at the Bicentennial Plaza, you look at Georgia Street re being redone, you look at the fact that we're going to close this for entertainment and fun and whatever else, I don't think you can uh, you, you know, take but a minute to say, hey, but we are proud of our city, we're proud where we live, and we will continue to make it better. So I'm grateful to uh, the mayor and his group and the city council for looking forward, uh, having a vision, uh, making sure that we continue to uh, make our city known around this world. Our conventions are back, our events are solid, and our investments are coming to life. And I'm proud of downtown as a 40-year uh, person who has worked downtown and lived downtown at one point, and I tell you what, I wouldn't trade it for any place. So thank you very much. I love downtown. I hope you will too. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. It's been a joy to work alongside these wonderful partners um, on the vision, the future of our downtown. We had an opportunity to test and pursue new models of how we engage and talk to and ask questions uh, to all of our residents. Gang Gang is a creative advocacy agency and our mission is to ensure that we infuse as much beauty, equity, and culture into our city as possible. We're excited about the future downtown and for this project, we wanted to get the vibe of the city, which required the voice of the people. We asked for feedback on better ways to connect with and experience downtown on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we asked big questions which, with huge prompts on the sides of buildings, the ideas, photos, inspirational images, and comments that we received as part of this engagement process was incredible. Critically important as well, which is why we're so excited to be standing here today showing you exactly how these recommendations have been incorporated into the future vision of our downtown. Thank you to everyone who joined the convo at hashtag downtown Indy and for helping us to make the core of our city more cultural, more walkable, more vibrant, and more connected. Thank you. Taylor. Thanks. Thanks, Alan. Everywhere you look in our downtown, there's a new project, there's a new investment, and that's incredibly exciting, including the ones we're here to talk about this morning. But we also want to ensure that for the nearly 30,000 residents that call downtown home, as well as those in the contiguous neighborhoods, in the contiguous counties, and truly all of central Indiana, know that downtown Indianapolis is their neighborhood too. Monument Circle remains Indiana's most recognizable and identifiable public space. Throughout its history, the circle has truly served as a hub for individuals to come together, to celebrate, to mourn, to inspire and to connect. From tomorrow's Strawberry Festival to Spark on the Circle to our annual Circle of Light celebration, this space is at its best when people are coming together to interact both in large and small groups. 
The circle stands tall as the People's Plaza of Indianapolis and serves as a testament to what we as a community can come together to accomplish. To maintain this vibrancy and momentum, we are thrilled to be a partner in this new chapter for Monument Circle as we think about the monument as a true public space. Often a topic of discussion for so many stakeholders in downtown, we have long talked about how to best leverage this area to ensure that it is welcoming, to ensure that it is activated, and to ensure that it truly is a 365-day-a-year destination. From our original programming to upkeep of infrastructure, Downtown Indy has been a critical partner for so many of these tests and trials on Monument Circle. Overseeing the operations of a place requires the daily management of its physical area, including cleaning, beautification, wayfinding, maintenance, outreach, and more. Together with our partners at Big Car Collaborative, the Capital Improvement Board, and the support of both the Downtown Indy Board and the IDMI Board, we are working together to cultivate a truly safe and vibrant community here on Monument Circle. We're seeking to advocate for experiences, not just one-day events, which are both large-scale as well as human-scale, and we are seeking to balance the daily needs of this complex space, accommodating the partners who call Monument Circle home every day, as well as new and innovative approaches to placemaking. As we proceed with Spark on the Circle, I would also be remiss if I didn't once again thank the Lilly Endowment for the investments that they have made in Monument Circle, including the infusion of arts and culture in our Shining a Light initiative. This state-of-the-art technology and infrastructure put in place just before the pandemic continues to add light, audio, video, and projection technology that continues to ensure that we light up Monument Circle on a daily basis. In the spirit of reimagining, we're excited to implement this partial closure of Monument Circle, one that extends well beyond a single day or a single week or a single event to ensure that the impact and opportunities for long-term placemaking continue to be found here on Monument Circle. The sustained multi-month closure of just one quadrant will show us how a public plaza model of events for programming, for concerts and more can coexist with the needs of a vibrant and uh, engaged downtown. Our organizational mission involves balancing all of these stakeholders, and we're so happy for the partnerships that make it possible. Now I'll turn it back over to Rusty to close out the press conference. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, thank you to the incredible partners we've had as a part of this plan, uh, a number of them up here, but again, a number of them not mentioned that I'd like to, to briefly shout out. Uh, Indigo, Visit Indy for their support, the Lilly Endowment, the Coalition for Homelessness Intervention and Prevention, Health by Design, the Indianapolis Arts Council, the Indianapolis Cultural Trail, uh, and Erica with Chef JJ's especially. Uh, want to thank you all again. This has been a journey and a very impactful one. We're very excited about the vision for the future of downtown. Uh, and I would ask that all partners join us uh, up on the steps for a picture to uh, really capture this transformative event. And then following the group picture, we'll have one-on-one -on -one media availability to the side. Thank you all for being here and uh, looking forward to the future of downtown. Thank you.
This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.